From architecture to painting and sculpture, literature to live music and theater, Radio 111 presents Bonnie G and Brian Mendoza with The Desert Scene, your connection to culture and entertainment in the desert cities. Here's Bonnie and Brian. Welcome to the desert scene. And Brian is here with a fabulous new haircut. He's looking. He's looking very uh, oh, thank you. sleek with a this, spring if, dew. If only this was television. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say like then it's really short, but it looks pretty it, good. It looks, it looks great. Pretty good, pretty it really good. does. All right, we are so uh, happy today to welcome our guest. I want to make sure I get this right. Uh, uh, M- Mitchell Mitch. I think he goes by. I don't know if he goes by Mitchell or Mitch. We'll ask him. But he's got this interesting um, neighbors cooking this online community with food and cooking healthy, and I'm really fascinated by it. Hi, Mitch. How are you? Hi, how are you? And thank you both for inviting me to come and talk today with you. Absolutely. So do you go by Mitch or Mitchell? I, either one. I, usually I, if I'm in trouble, it's Mitchell. Okay. <laughs> well, you're not in trouble, so we'll go, we'll go by Mitch. We'll go with Mitch, this, all right. All right. So, so this whole neighbor's cooking thing. So tell Chef Mitch, um, first of all, let's back up. How, how, how did you become so involved in healthy food and cooking? Well, I'll tell you, it was a bit of a journey for me. I originally went to the Cordon Bleu and was trained as a chef back in the early 80s and realized I really couldn't support myself and be a chef and be the chef I wanted. So I had to go into corporate and do my, you know, do the normal stuff. Um, And then as the years went by, I just kind of continued doing it myself. But I was a French trained cook. So, of course, I started to put a lot of weight on. Um, And when the COVID, when the pandemic hit, um, I was responsible for caring for my mother, who's living with me um, until she passed away a few months ago and um it was i i couldn't go to the gym i couldn't i couldn't fit in any of my clothes there was nowhere to go shop for new clothes so i decided I had to lose some weight. so i sat down through the through the pandemic and i rewrote all of my recipes to be healthy and um to try and build a community of people that could share food and talk about it while we really couldn't be out and enjoying each other's company what a well, that, what a great constructive thing to do during the pandemic. I mean, I'm so I love hearing that. By the way, my condolences on the loss of your mom. So um, well, I appreciate that, but you know, I, I I I brought her to my home to live here intentionally so that she could spend her, her days out and cook for her. Mm. She, when I was very ill, I have I, um, I consider myself an AIDS survivor, but I've had it for almost thirty years now, and um, um, she was my rock when I was recovering from being so ill from that. She fed me and she made sure I was okay. So when it was her turn, it was time for me to do it. Oh, that's great. And, I, and I'm and i looking on uh, the info I found on you, and it says, having traveled extensively, I found my love of cooking is very spiritual. So tell us about that. I, I love that idea. How, 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 did, well, how did you come to feel that way about it? You know, I've always found that for me, food is the great conqueror of everything it it brings people together it brings families together it stops conflicts wars have stopped because of food you know food is such an integral part of our lives and it brings back memories and happiness and and you know you smell you smell something that's being cooked by your mom or somebody and you remember something about it and 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 i really think that food is a hard memory for us it's it's something that, that brings back happiness or it could bring back sadness too or a memory of Mm -hmm. sadness but um you know i i have you know i'm the director of palm springs pride volunteers and you know i hear a lot of people in in my own community saying that you know they 
they don't have contact with their families anymore because they've been, you know, kicked out or not not mm. cared about anymore. But yeah. they still make their mom's meatloaf, wow. or they still they they still make things that their mom or their family used to make, so they can still have those memories. And I think that's really a beautiful thing that, you know, you know, families are difficult and challenging sometimes. But if you can still have those good memories through just food, what a great experience! Absolutely. So tell us about neighbors cooking and how this all online community and how that came to be. Well, when COVID started, I, I, at, my, at the same time, my mother came to live with me because she was so ill. I couldn't work any longer because I had to be home. Um, there was nowhere to go. And so I just decided I would start filming, you know, every few weeks a, a show about food and about healthy eating and, and just get out there and, and, sh- and share it with people and then let them have some joy and maybe share some of the recipes back if they experienced making them. And, and you know, it's turned into we've had over... Gosh, 300,000 people look at our show now um, in the last year, which is pretty spectacular. And um, um, it really just started with me writing recipes and sharing my healthy recipes. And then when COVID hit, I decided I'd set up a camera in the kitchen and just start filming some shows. That's excellent. So where where can somebody go to see it? Um, You can see it on Facebook Live under Mm -hmm. Neighbors Cooking, um, also neighborscooking.net. Okay. And t- so are uh, are you, when you say healthy recipes, are you, do you have some vegan stuff, some vegetarian stuff? Do you mix that up? I do, up? actually. I do. I have vegan, I have vegetarian, um, but most of my recipes that I put up are all under 600 calories mm-hmm. and can be made in under 30 minutes. Wow. So the goal really was to get people back to, you know, eating healthy, being in the kitchen and just taking that little bit of time that it takes and trying to share with people ways to... Um, better prep your food for the week. I, as a, my, my regular thing that I do as a private chef is I prep food for seniors. Mm. So people that want to stay in their homes but just can't cook and can't do some of the things that they used to do. So I go in once a, well, to a number of my clients once a week and I cook five days worth of food and prep it all. And it's all healthy and good for them. So it keeps them healthy in their houses mm-hmm. and it gives them somebody to have company with four hours a day. And I love it. It's great. And now I'm looking at the, the picture of you on the website. It looks like you lost all that weight that you gained because you look very healthy. I have. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I have lost about 60 pounds. Excellent. Um, I've lost, I'm, I'm back to my high school waist. I'm so happy about it. Um, you know, and I'm 60 years old now, so I'm back to a 30-inch waist, so I can't beat that. I was at the 38-inch waist, so I put a lot of weight on. Wow. And, you know, so I decided, like you said, turn something positive out of something so negative, which was COVID. Yeah. And take care of myself, take care of my mom, and just, and, and try to be out there, you know, I couldn't be around my volunteers for Pride, because, you know, we, well, this last Pride, we had a great Pride, but I couldn't be around them just in general, and so I just had to find ways that I could keep being a part of the community, and be out there, and be part of it, mm-hmm. and, and let people see that it's okay, you can keep moving on, you can have some fun, we can still build some community without seeing each other right away. Yeah, I think Brian has a question for you. I wanted to ask you, because I know you were talking about how the importance of food within communities and culture, so I want to ask you what does specifically healthy food how, how can it benefit a community and a culture because I know that a lot of times like when I think about my culture because I'm Mexican-American there's a lot of unhealthy food but how would you say let's say just in general what can healthy food do to a culture even cultures that normalize non-healthy eating even if even in that case well, I think it's just a it's really a paradigm shift in how you make food, right? Mm. So, for instance, I did a show a year ago for tamales. I had never made tamales. Um, they're not particularly necessarily the healthiest things because they're made with lard. Um, and so I sat down with a friend's mom and I said, let's find a healthier way to make tamales. 
you know, let's find a way that we can we can use it without the lard, that we can have healthy ingredients on the inside, and we can share making them kind of like a tamalata party, you know. Um, and and so she came on the show. She didn't speak much English, but she taught me actually live on the show how to make tamales. And but we had spent some time before going through what the recipe looked like and then finding solutions or alternatives to that, but still getting the same flavor profile or a similar flavor profile out of the food. And yet it's healthier and you aren't putting all of that extra weight on. Um, so you can still celebrate your heritage because a lot of food is not healthy food the way we prepare it. It's not so much what the food is, but it's what we do to it. Right. I have so, a yeah. I'm sorry. So do you also do you share do you get recipes from other people too that says hey say hey I've got this great recipe you might be interested in this. Do, is there a, is I there do. A back and forth? I do. I also get people that send me questions or ask me to try and help figure out a recipe. So I've had mm-hmm. people send me things and say, you know, my grandma used to make this and this is kind of what it looked like and through conversations we're able to come up with something close to what that recipe used to look like for, mm-hmm. for them and so it helps them recover those recipes also. So I get all kinds of requests like that, you know, like, or can you show us how to make, or can you tell me how to make this a vegetarian dish, or can you tell me what the difference is for vegan or vegetarian, or, Mm -hmm. you know, so, and my grandmother, who lives with me, is 98, and she's a vegetarian, so I cook for her all the time. Mm -hmm. Hey, do you, this this might be, I don't don't know if you have one, do you have a a favorite, do you have a, like, a go-to recipe, if you were going to have people over to your house, and, you you know, it was going to be a real fun evening, do you have a go-to recipe that's sort of number one? I do. I like curry. I'm a big curry fan. Oh, and because nice. you, can, you, you can do so many different types of curries with mm-hmm. a lot of the same similar recipes or, or, or pantry items that you have. So, but you can get those different flavor profiles. And it's such a great way to, you know, express a lot of different cultures through curry, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. because curry comes from all over the world. Right. And just uh, for fun, what is your favorite all time film about food i'm just curious he's a, he's a film guy yes i am I, I'll, 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 if you give me yours oh I'll, if you give me yours i'll tell you mine mine's pretty cliche but I'll, i want to hear what yours is my favorite movie with food <sighs> that is a tough one i i'm gonna have to say that i liked um Julia, uh, Julia Roberts in uh, Pretty Woman when she was eating breakfast in the suite with Richard Gere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll take it. I, I wouldn't say- mind being in a suite in Beverly Hills doing that. <laughs> okay, that's true. For some reason, I thought you were going to say Julie, uh, Julie, Julia, but I was going to yeah. say mine would be Babette's Feast. I love that one. I've never seen that. I've got to see Th- that. That one's I've a really seen that either. That yeah. one's a really good one. It's about this woman. It's a period piece. This woman cooks a final meal for her friends when she wins the lottery and. And it's like this really delicious looking movie. You just got to see it. Lots of food in it. A lot of food in it. And and heck, even a lot of like Catholic uh, restraint in it. You'll know what I mean when you see it. It's a (laughs) very deep movie from the 80s. That's feast. All right. I think, Mitch, you and I are going to both have to put that on our list to go see. We are. I'm putting that on the list. I'll probably watch that today. It's a good Saturday. So so again, so if people want to see the show, they can either go to www.neighborscooking.net or Facebook Live, correct? Facebook Live has all of our shows. Um, There's also a YouTube and an Instagram they're all under neighbors cooking yeah um it's becoming a social nightmare trying to keep track of it all um so if anyone out there wants to manage my social media hit me up (laughs) okay well mitch what a great i'm so happy to talk to you what a great thing that you did during COVID. i mean we all need to eat healthier and you're right food is kind of universal brings us together it shows love thank you so much continued success with this i really appreciate being here so much i appreciate you guys inviting me on the show and you have a great day and eat something healthy today okay thanks you too all right all right thank you mitch we'll see you next time on the desert scene